All right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Top of the evening to all my listeners. You know, I appreciate you for each and every week that you tune in with Motivate to Elevate for a conversation on things that's happening in our community and in our world. Now, I haven't been on in a couple of weeks, but I think this episode tonight is well worth it and you will agree, and I'm sure. So to discuss the topic with me this evening, is a young lady. Oh my goodness. I actually call her young. She, she, oh goodness. I can't take it back now, but it is a young lady that I work with, um, with teens under construction. She is my partner. We work together and we do the work because we love what we do. And that actually leads us into our topic this evening. What is your why? I will now introduce my guest or actually have her introduce herself. She's more like a partner and not a guest, but without further ado, Yogi, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Good evening. How are you? All right. I can't complain. Um, I You didn't catch that joke I said in the beginning there. You let me slide. Usually we go back and I'm forth. A, I, no, I'm not letting you slide. I'm, I'm taking it in. I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. The first time yeah. you use young and yogi in the same sentence. I know. That's why I was like, whoa, whoa. I can't be recording this. So we're just going to let it rock out there for now. You know, it's all good. Um, so, yogi. Because, um, you know, we, we can talk for hours, right? But this topic tonight, what is your why? Um, the reason it came up was because as we were doing a presentation in Poughkeepsie on Friday, that was a question we left the audience with, right? What is your why? And I love hearing the reason why you do what, what you do. So can you share that with the audience? Absolutely. Um, I'm a true believer that we have to lead our young people. Um, and so when I took the oath of being a social worker, um, it was because it was something that I wanted to do. And I learned a lot in my profession. And the biggest thing I learned was what not to do. Um, I reflected back on who I was as a young person. And when I tell my story, I'm always very transparent on the fact that school hasn't always been the easiest place for me to be in. Um, it felt uncomfortable for a number of reasons. Um, I've never been the social butterfly that um, I sometimes might appear in the surface. Um, working towards a 65 was like someone working towards a 95 for me. Um, and so sometimes in those spaces, you never felt either accepted or you felt like you were sm smart or felt like the outcast. And I knew what it was to be that kid. Um, and, you know, I was talking to a young person um, last week who asked me if I wanted to be a teenager again. And I, I honestly answered that and said no, because um, being a teenager, I think by far is one of the hardest spaces to be um, growing up. And we've talked about that, right? Childhood lasts for so mm -hmm. long. Adulthood, you get all these years to do it again. And then you have this teenage life where you're not a kid, but you're not an adult. And you're expected to act like an adult, but be in the child's place. And um, that's why I show up as myself. And that's why I do what I do to represent each of those kids that might not have a voice. And, and thank you for sharing that. You actually said something that resonated with me. And it brought us back to the workshop we did on Friday, right? You said you didn't feel comfortable in a certain space, right? But in order for you to grow, you had to learn to become comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? And something we speak about, like insanity, we always say it all the, all the time, is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And you said you want to do something different and you did something different and you follow your passion, follow your dreams. Um, a lot of people say they are doing the work, right? Because they care. 
But the reality is we often see people that just speak it, but are not following through, right? Um, I, I remember working with someone um, or actually interviewing a young person. And he said to me, um, I see myself in 10 years in your seat. And I was like, wow, that just floored me. I was like, well, damn, you want to take my job. But it showed me that <laughs> he had a plan. He had a vision. Um, and the one thing that I know in working with you in the programming that we do we come into encounter with so many different young people. They come from different walks of life, right? And your zip code does not have to determine your outcome. Now, it can play a factor in it, absolutely, right? You did certain resources that you may either not have or certain things you don't have access to, but it's about having those caring adults. I think you made a comment um, a few weeks ago when we was working together about someone putting a building there or doing programs, but not having the right people in place. Can you elaborate on that? Well, absolutely. Um, before I elaborate on that, I want to retract the statement I made before. I said for youth who don't have a voice, I think all oh, youth have a voice. I just don't think they're all heard. So I show up mm -hmm. to help them be heard. Um, so the building concept. Um, yeah, well, I think that, you know, we, we have all these institutions up. We have all these wonderful programmings. They come up with amazing names and program descriptions and this amazing vision. Um, and then we, we staff Nothing. it with all the wrong yeah. folks. Um, and, and I don't mean that to take anything away from anybody, but just because you, you, you mastered a, a degree in a specific science doesn't mean that you're necessarily the right person to work with certain young people. Um, and so when I say that, I think that it's important for when we are hiring, you know, as, as you and I lead this organization, we always discuss that, right? The importance of making mm -hmm. sure that the people we bring in are authentic in their authentic being. And that doesn't have to do with color or, or your life of work, but if be who you are and show up as who you are, because um, the experience is that when you do that, you allow the, that, that youth to also be themselves. And that's when the work happens. That's when we are doing the work, when we show up as ourselves and we allow them the space to be themselves and we get to learn from them and they get to learn from us. And to me, that's how the work happens. Absolutely. And it's a reciprocal relationship, right? Because students, young people, they know if you're full of it, or if you're coming in really caring about them, wanting to be present and not just there for a check, right? Because oftentimes you see people that are just there for that check and young people can't connect. And when when young people come in upset or mad, you want to know why they don't want to speak to you because you did not put a deposit in their account. When I say deposit, it's not monetary deposit, it's that a social emotional deposit to know that they can trust you and they have a trusting adult. Ideally, it is great for the for young people to have many trusting adults in their lives, but at least one trusting adult can mean a lot. You know, our why is our purpose. It's our cause or our belief, the driving force behind everything we do. And this is why we do the work. You know, I found this quote earlier today. It says, when you find your why, you don't hit the snooze, you make it happen. And that, that speaks to living with, I could have, I should have, I would have, but I didn't, right? Um, a lot of times you find people that should just leave the career that they're in because they are burnt out. Let me ask you this, in a perfect world, in the ideal world, what, how would you describe the perfect program for young people? The perfect program for young people. Um, I think the perfect program for young people would have an identifier upon entry. You would um, assign an individual 
to someone who ha who's ready to listen, ready to understand that young individual. Um, and I think within understanding that individuals where their planning starts, right? So now you start planning with this person in understanding their needs, right? Um, I, I think that it's it's unique. Every case is unique and we treat everything like a cookie cutter. We treat, you know, mm -hmm. um, and you know, I could be a little controversial, right? But we we treat every every non-black kid um in a cookie cup format and then we treat black kids like you know snap back hats right like they don't yeah. all you know it, it's just it's just not a snap back fit um all kids are different i don't care if we grew up in the same home um our needs will be different right um i i, I always talk about my brady bunch family it's eight of us eight of us and i'm the only one who can say that i decided to change my life and go get a college degree and figure out what this whole career thing was about um and when you you think about those pieces i think that would be the ideal being being able to understand a young person from beginning to end and being able to put give them the resources necessary for them to be successful. And by successful, I mean, whatever is successful to them. Um, you and I did a program um, at the Department of Corrections and you, you, I don't know if you recall this moment and we asked mm -hmm. them particularly what does success mean to them? And mm -hmm. one uh, man in particular, one young man in particular told us just not being in here, having a, 90, mm -hmm. a nine to five that could just cover my bills and put food on my table. And to me, if that's success and that's what you want to go We'll lead you there and we'll show you that it's the opportunity for more. And that's what it is, right? Having the belief that you can do it yourself. But sometimes if you don't believe it yourself, you need someone that's going to pour that into you, right? Someone that's going to be there for you, that's going to encourage you. Because we all, you know, we all thrive from recognition. We all thrive from support. And unfortunately, a lot of times our young people, they don't have it, right? Um, they, we often say that, the first educator are our parents. And whether good, bad, or indifferent, that's the reality. And sometimes I look different in different households. I'm just gonna go back to a point in which you spoke about when creating this ideal program, something that you mentioned, I just wanna highlight again, because we always speak about this, right? Being culturally competent, right? And just because I look like you doesn't mean I have the same struggle as you. And sometimes that's where we go wrong, right? It's not about what I look like, it's what's on the inside of me. Do I want to understand what you're going through? Do, am I genuinely concerned about what you're going through? Or do I just say, oh, okay, you'll be fine, get over it. Uh, young people have different needs. You spoke about the cookie cutter, right? Not everyone fits in the same box. And I know you and I joke, right? You don't like being in a box, right, Yogi? You like being where? All the way outside of it. That's right, outside the box. But guess what? And it still works for you though, right? And your personality, my personality, somebody else, personality may not match up with other people, but that's okay because that's not your circle. That's not the circle you should be with. Those are not the people that you should be engaging with. So this is like the work that we are doing that we continue to do. And I think this is why um, we love it so much because the reality is we always say our children are our future, but what's the reality, Yogi? They're 100% of our future. What do you mean? They're our present, no, our no. future? Yes, that's it right there. They are our present right? We spoke about the other day. They are our future and our presence. And we have to be there for them. We have to support them. And I'm always admired just hearing your story. And, you know, we've been working together for the past several years. So we pretty, mo pretty much know each other's story. But just to know the ability that you, that you show 
on a consistent basis about resiliency and about bouncing back. That speaks volumes about who you are. And I know under your leadership, teams of the construction will continue to thrive. We're going to continue to grow and continue to do great things for the community and beyond. I mean, right now we're in New York. But I, I see Jersey, I see the Carolinas, I see the West Coast. I see things expanding because there's a passion, there's a commitment, and this is our why. Now, before we close out, Ms. Yogi, is there anything you'd like to say to the audience? Just make sure you check us, us out. Mm-hmm. Follow uh, us on the gram, on TikTok, and whatever other social media pops up. We try to stay as relevant as possible. Um, look out for a documentary. We're going to bring that for sure. We have some amazing young people with amazing talent that need just support and need some love and guidance. And, um, you know, we're we're going to continue to um, push that and help those voices be heard because our youth do have a voice and it's important for us to listen with intent. Mm-hmm. Yes, with intent. And ladies and gentlemen, on that note, I'm going to say have a wonderful evening. Have a great week. And please remember one thing. Don't forget to motivate to elevate.